Hi, and welcome to School of Hustle. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is the show where we chat with everyday entrepreneurs about everything that goes into starting a new venture. Over the last 15 years, social media has taken the world by storm, and our lives are becoming increasingly digital, with the average American spending nearly 11 hours a day looking at a screen. Our next guest knows this all too well as both the co-founder of a digital marketing agency and an influencer with nearly 1 million followers. Adam Padilla is the CEO of Brandfire, an agency specializing in brand strategy, content creation, and social media. And aside from his professional accomplishments, Adam is also an influential content creator. His Instagram account, Adam the Creator, is one of the largest original meme pages with over 1 billion total yearly impressions across social channels. You can find him giving his expert branding advice in Adweek, The Wall Street Journal, Forbes, and Fast Company. Adam, welcome to the show. It is so great to have you here. Thank you. Great to have you here. Yeah, in your office <laughs> yes. here at Brandfire in Manhattan. That's right. So tell us a little bit about Brandfire. Brandfire is a creative agency. I uh, founded it in 2012. Uh, we handle uh, all kinds of accounts, all kind of, from consumer packaged goods to healthcare companies and we basically create brands and uh, do digital marketing uh, for companies. And you also do some content creation, I believe, too? Yeah, a little bit of that um, yeah. on my sort of uh, personal yeah, side. That's, I'm yeah, I'm so interested in that as well. Because yeah. unlike a lot of entrepreneurs, you also have a huge social media presence just as a person uh, with Adam the Creator, over 700,000 followers. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's sort of my passion project yeah. and my expression of uh, sense of humor mm -hmm. and, you know, art. And I guess if you, it's a loose it's uh, like term a to, to call it art, I guess, but <laughs> some people art, consider though. it. I mean, you create <laughs> some hilarious memes on that account. Thank you. It's one of the largest meme accounts um, in social media today. Well, well, at least in the original um, sector, in terms of original yeah. content. OC, original content, yeah. Um, which, uh, you, know, again, you know, when I started Instagram uh, posting, it mm -hmm. wasn't even, uh, you know, because it was a cool thing or I wanted to try to get a following or anything like that. It was really to post my sketches. I was doing a sketchbook. Oh. Um, you know, I'm a creative person just yeah. by, uh, you know, by trade and by education and everything. I, I learned, uh, you know, a lot about illustration. I went to Pratt Institute in, in, uh, in oh, Brooklyn. Oh, nice. And uh, before that, Binghamton, where I, uh, I was studying fine art, and English okay. and stuff. So what I try to do is express myself through the creative agency. Yeah. But... I found that when I did a lot of work for clients, mm -hmm. um, to keep myself fresh, I wanted to do work for myself. Right, because you have to have your own passions there as well. Yes, I hear you. Yes, because it, it's you know it winds up it winds up dulling your creative uh, you know uh, inspiration a little bit if right. it's only if everything you're doing is in service. Yeah. So at sometimes uh, you know I had to look back. I had to say I hadn't drawn for a long time. Mm -hmm. I used to illustrate a lot. And I picked up a notebook and started to draw a sketch every day and posted it to Instagram. Oh, was That's, it a was it? It wasn't a meme. comedy style or what? Not did it really. Start uh, it started out just as sort of um, illustration exercises, like finishing. Okay. Uh, I, I created a little game for myself. I said I want to finish a drawing mm -hmm. because I kept a, uh, kept a lot of sketchbooks in the past. Mm -hmm. Problem with sketchbooks is you don't finish things. You kind of yes. do. 
parts. Yeah, because sometimes you get to the middle and then you just come up. You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't really yeah, I'm not going to. I don't have time yeah, to finish it. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I don't know how to resolve this hand. I'm not. Yeah. Thinking, oh, or it's not it. how you envisioned it in your head. You're, and you're just thinking, you know, I'm just going to start from the beginning and do something else. That's the key. That's yeah. the thing I wanted to to really like <laughs> tackle is that yeah. the idea of perfection. And what I wanted to do, it never really works out that way. You know, you start no. the thing, and it never really works out that way. So you give up. Didn't have to be super detailed,、mm-hmm. at least at first. The idea was just finish it. Okay. <laughs> and and it was like finish it, sign my little name in the corner, and post to Instagram. Post it just to、yeah. just to book it. You know,、yeah. not really to say, hey, look at me, because I had nobody following me. I had like forty followers. It wasn't. It wasn't like. <laughs> it wasn't、hey, like seven hundred thousand. Yeah, like hey, I'm an artist. Like, yeah. Hey, like look at my. It was like. Keeping myself accountable to my family,、okay. to maybe like the ten friends I have from high school that followed me, <laughs>、yeah. like just like, hey, oh, Adam's posting a drawing every day. That was it. And what was were the drawings about? Anything? It was whatever I came. Yeah, I mean, initially I went into it with the intention that it would be whatever I'm thinking of that day or、mm-hmm. whatever. What happens is as you draw、uh, or as you do anything in a repeated way、yeah. every day,、yeah. you just run out. It just like I ran、yes. out of. Creators Even, fatigue. This is such a problem, and、yeah. that—that's actually one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. So I'm glad that you kind of brought it up. <laughs> yeah.、Um, today, your account.、Uh, we're just going to focus on Adam the Creator yeah, right now, but we can get—we're going to get into brand fire. So those that want to hear about that, stay tuned. Yeah.、Um, how do you continuously create these brilliant concepts? It's a struggle. It's、yeah. a struggle. It's every single post. Is a struggle,、yeah. and it's I wake up or and something, just, and I have、oh, an idea. I feel so inspired.、Today. I have an idea. Like,、yeah. It's not even like it doesn't hit you. Like you know, I don't consider it like you know this high art, but、yeah. I just I do consider every act of creation some sort of like an experience, like a spiritual、yeah. experience in some level. Yeah, like something hits you. Yeah,、so、maybe one out of ten, I'll go.、Oh, I have a funny idea. I'll chuckle about it and I'll do it, and it's not that painful, and it、yeah. goes out. Nine out of ten times, it's like. Oh, what am I? Do- If I do this, it's derivative. If I do, and, and I think too hard,、uh-huh. I have to pull myself away from it. Yeah. I find myself, if I'm trying to think too hard and solve the problem of、mm-hmm. how to write something funny, right? You kill it. It's it's like、yes. raw minutes. It's like how do you? Keep- you can't force it. It just kind of comes naturally. I think some of the、yeah. funniest things are funny because they're true. Yeah. And if you just, I mean, I'm not a comedian, but. If you just pull on that and somehow work with it, then it, it comes naturally. Yes, they say it's like the、uh, humor comes from what frustrates you. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't seem funny because you're mad. But then, <laughs> but on the flip side, when you see it, it's、yeah. funny. Like you know, it's the、yeah. comic relief to this thing that that frustrates you. It's not what you find funny; it's what you find that makes you angry that usually、it's、makes you funny. Interesting, because so many comedians kind of pull from dark places,、yeah. but their comedy is so funny, and it's because there's there's. Yeah, the it's catharsis too. Yeah, you get it out. You get、yeah. it out. You look at it, and you're as sick as your secrets. They say, right? Like whatever you, you're thinking of, some sick idea. Yeah, you put it out there, and it's actually, it's in the light of day. It's just funny. It's just, yeah, you know, it's simple. Yeah. Well, I was going to do this later in the interview, but、yeah. since we're on the topic, I have some memes that you created,、okay. and I'd love for you to、oh, no. walk me through your creative process yeah, yeah. with how you did this because it's quite impressive that you grew something that was originally just for your holding yourself accountable and sketches to a massive original meme account with seven hundred and seventy thousand followers yeah. and one billion yearly impressions. So this is、um, okay. a bunch of fish. With mascara, <laughs> and they're doing their eyelashes, and it says nobody girls putting on mascara. 
So where did you come up with this concept? Right. So, and the funny thing also is that I had a client, mm-hmm. uh, or still do, a Brandfire client called Joa Cosmetics, Joa. Mm-hmm. And it's a beauty line uh, that's, uh, you know, they have mascara. Yeah. So I, I was aware of, you know, the, the styles of the mascaras that are out. I just, it was like kind of fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I had watched my wife put on any mm-hmm. eyeliner or mascara product, anything in her eye. Right. And she'd make this face. And we're <laughs> laughing about it. And then... I went to bed that night, and it just, this is one of those, the one out of 10 that just came, like, the epiphany I said, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, like a fish, like a grouper or something. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, went to bed around 11.30 or something. I went to my nightstand, took out my phone, and started looking up pictures of fish, just so I wouldn't lose it. It was, <laughs> right. a, it was my version of, a, of writing down the note. Yep, 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 yep. I'll tell you, I can't tell you how many times I think I have the idea. And then Great, you I'll don't remember write it, it down. Gone. Yes. Gone. Yes. And it's interesting to me that you came up with this in bed because I feel like my best ideas also come up when I'm like laying in bed. Yes. Bed and shower. Why do you think that is? Because we're not thinking about it. We're just like zoning out. And that's when the creative moments come to you. Yes. It's when you're not trying. When you're not trying. It doesn't come from the seeking. Mm -hmm. I've been better lately at pulling back when I find myself trying to dig deeper and deeper. Yeah. And it's like the, uh, it's like you get addicted to de- digging in. You think yeah. like, if, if I, I stop now, yeah. well, or if I, or the inverse, if I, tr- if I stop now, I'm going to miss it right before mm-hmm. I get to it. Yeah. But it's not there. No. It's not there. You got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes to And then it comes you. naturally. But yeah. you did mention brand fire uh, being incorporated with this one in a way. So the mascara brand is also one of your clients. I mean, it not is, in but this it wasn't, one. Yeah, but you couldn't really tell you it. You can't that, that see what it is. the brand name in this. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, this wasn't like a branded piece of content. Yeah. But I, I connect my social media creativity. Yeah. To my clients in more of a of an indirect way. Yeah. It's more uh, inspiration for me. It keeps me fresh as a yeah. creator for them. Mm-hmm. So when I'm creative director or I'm doing something, if I'm directing a commercial or if I'm creating a, a new brand for a company, right. you push yourself, but you don't squeeze yourself. You keep it going. Yep. You keep the creativity going. You keep your inspiration high um, by acting, by doing. Yep. But you don't take it too seriously. You're not cracking yeah, like a, phys- a code all in your, physics. Yeah, yeah. You can't think too hard about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like brand fire, which we are going to get into soon, you guys. Um, and Adam, the creator, they're very much they're they're similar but completely different outlets for you. Yes. Yeah. I'm the creative director of both kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know. And I, and and you know, I create the art and I create the the, the uh, concepts mm-hmm. for both. They're just both you know, serve a different purpose. Totally. You know, it's, it's uh, one is directly to the consumer or directly, I should say consumer, directly to the audience that, yeah. uh, you know, the consumer of content, I guess. And then the other is for the client and to connect the client to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this one um, is my favorite that you did recently. It's um, a take on NyQuil, except, except it says YearQuil hibernate. Yeah. And it just says, shut up and take my stimulus money. And then it says, Sleep through the entire year. End 2020 fast. <laughs> this, I thought, was hilarious. Yeah, like, end your headache fast, right? Yeah, the, yeah. This is the headache, the 2020 Can you actually headache. produce these items? I, I think know, they would be I a know. big seller. They would, they would sell. I think they sell those on the corner, but I don't think they're called Yearquil. <laughs> these are, uh, I think it's uh, just everybody, you know, that's the thing. It comes from frustration. Yeah. It's like, I look at something, I'm like, geez, this, could you, could this year get any worse? Oh, it was cursed. I know, could right? Could this year get any worse? This is insane. 
Yeah, it really. And you is. think, can you just fast forward it? I should. I wish I could go to sleep and wake up, and it's yeah, right. Hibernation. Hibernation. Hi- yeah, hibernate. Great option. Hibernate through it. I lose some weight. I'll get right all the good mm-hmm. things. And uh, and boom, I and looked at. I said, okay, yeah, okay, obviously, year quill. Get rid of the year fast, right? What does it say? Yeah, uh, it end twenty twenty one. It says uh, sleep through the entire year. End twenty twenty fast. <laughs> and people loved it because that's what they want to do. It's oh like. God. Once you give somebody, I think, something to relate to. Wait, you know what's, you, yeah. you're so detail-oriented here. You wrote on the bottom where the caution is normally. It says, caution, 2021 could be worse. Take at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little, right, that's yeah. the mouse type. Yeah, yeah. the mouse, which yeah. is always on all of those. So yeah. it, it just comes back to the theme of everything is so well thought out and so cohesive. And so. Thank you. Let's talk about Bramfire a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what came first, Adam, the creator of Bramfire? Bramfire came Brand first. Bramfire came first. Yeah. When did you start Bramfire? Although in a technical sense, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I was a creative person. I was before the advent of, you know, Instagram or whatever, yeah. you know, I was always making stuff like that. I right. just didn't really have much of an outlet for it. Yeah. Um, so and then social media came into being. Social the, media came. Yeah. Exactly. Gave me the, the, the platform for it. Right. But so, I mean... Uh, in terms of the actual entities, though, Adam mm-hmm. the Creator or Brandfire, like mm-hmm. Brandfire came first, Adam the Creator came about two or three years after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, after the, the creation of Brandfire. And why call it Brandfire? Well, it was I, actually, uh, I was trying to find a name that um, was explanatory mm-hmm. in and of itself. Yeah. So that uh, uh, any client would just get it, what we were trying to do. Yeah. I was going through different styles of name. One of them was like really kind of funky, hipstery, you know, stones and sticks or something. I was coming up with like some abstract. abstract There's a lot of those, but I think Bramfire, it's clear what you do. It's just clear. It's like not trying to be so cool. It's just what it is. (laughs) But you are so cool without trying. (laughs) You know, uh, you never feel that way. But uh, it's, you know, but the idea being like, you know, get out of the way, you know, it's, yeah. it's what it is, you know, and to try to build somebody's brand up. And I've always been fascinated with brands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, I have always uh, seen a difference between a generic product and a product with a great brand. Yeah, it definitely stands out. Always stood out. Even as a kid, I'd look at it and go, why is this so cool? Why does this toy or this item look so cool? And this looks like it's true. The Bad. colors, the way they way they package it, it's so important. And you've worked with a lot of big brands like Coca-Cola, Budweiser, Pfizer, and huge names like uh, Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. So how did you grow a agency from nothing to working with some of the top brands and people in the industry? Well, you know, I was lucky to have a great mentor in Jesse Itzler, who was sort of like a super connector. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's a partner now in Brandfire. And then it grows from word of mouth. So it's like uh, the first degree Mm -hmm. circle, you know, the the sixth degree of separation thing. And the first degree is the, you know, the initial um, contact when you do work for some of these people. And then their secondary contacts know about it. And then you start to hear, you know, you start to create a buzz. So it's kind of word of mouth at first. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then it continues to be. I mean, we don't really have a lot of outgoing, you know. Uh, marketing. I mean, a lot of it is really we're, we're fielding inquiries from people and oh. really from uh, friends of people who we wor- we've worked yeah. with, you know. So when you do a great job, I feel that people, re- it resonates For with sure. people they wanna, and they talk about it. Yeah, they'll share it with other people and yeah. that's how you, cr- you grow. That's how you grow. 
So you started it about three years before Adam the Creator. So I believe that was in 2009 you started uh, yeah. Ramfire. Yeah, uh, you know, incorporated under the name Brandfire in mm -hmm. 2012, but okay. was operating as you, Brandfire. Yeah, yeah, like for this sure. Started up that that company at around that time. So how did you get the funding to do this? Was it through your partner? It was through my partner yeah. at the outset, and um, sort of modest. You know, it wasn't anything crazy. We right. weren't like you know, uh, we didn't have a huge lease or anything, yeah. and. and uh, there wasn't a massive overhead because it was small. Right. So it was just enough runway pretty much to cover salaries for, let's say, half a year. And, okay. and um, you know, and modest salaries at that just to keep people going. Yeah, because you have to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. but you, ha you have to live. You don't yeah. have to eat. But again, you're not going to get, you don't get rich. You know, you're not right. making yourself rich, you know, right, right, on the right, outside. Right, right. You're just creating you're, sort you're of runway. You're starting the base of success and building from there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that it grows itself. You know, yeah. you want to you wanna eat off of that once it grows. And then as it started to grow, um, the finance uh, wasn't a problem. It became mm -hmm. self-sufficient. Nice. And um, and right now, uh, you know, as things are changing, even with this mm -hmm. COVID um, situation, yes. uh, you know, things adapt. People need more nimble agencies that are more flexible. So true. And it's actually working to our benefit. It's like it's. So what you know, are you doing, doing to help well. your the brands that you represent right now uh, kind mean, of navigate you, this very difficult yeah, economic and health crisis? Everything. Look at how flexible you, you're being now. Like, look at what's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, you figure it out. You yeah. figure out. You know, you come up with creative uh, solutions. You adapt. Mm -hmm. Whether it's um, doing, you know, I directed a video for my healthcare client via Zoom. <laughs> they had a remote location in Minnesota. So you were just on the screen saying, was, okay, put this camera here. Put I was this here. on the screen. I was working with a very talented uh, crew on the other end, of yeah. course. But they'd show me, it was like another wow. set of eyes on set, you yeah. know? And I'm like, okay, that looks great. Can we get the, the, the image the girl is drawing a little bit higher in wow. the frame? Okay. And it was great. Like, I'm yeah. here in New York. But they felt like they had me because I'm really like paying attention. I'm looking at this at this screen. So there are ways to do it, you know. Yeah. Consultations via like you know, like I said, via Zoom and yep. you know. You and get innovation it done. is so important in businesses like this, and I yes. think that's part of the reason why you've been successful for so long is you're able to adapt and innovate quickly, and yeah. especially during times like this. Yes, that's well, that's the thing. That's how it connects with the Adam the Creator thing is because yeah. you can't get stagnant. Right. The subject matter is born every day. Right. Right. Or, or for the most part, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Trump with the Goya, that happened. Yeah. It just happens. Like, you don't come up with that. There's a lot of material that. with him. The material, <laughs> right. And, and I have to also uh, have some restraint to not go too far on that. Right. Well, become, especially when you have a large audience because yeah. people have a lot of opinions. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to alienate people no, or make no, no. piss people off. I try to make people laugh. And yeah. If you use... But you can't avoid it either. You got to use it because it is so funny. Right. And, you know, but it's I think dark, that but it's funny. That's so such a funny. good thing for you to know firsthand because then you can incorporate that into the brands that you represent at Brandfire. Exactly. And that's what you got to do. So, so, you know, I might have a client who's like thinking about doing a content series or thinking mm -hmm. about doing some kind of, and, you know, as let's say the TikTok thing happens. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now TikTok is, uh, is almost canceled. Or, or first it's a or thing. almost canceled. First it's a thing and it's hot. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, it's the hottest thing in the world. Yeah. And now, oh, okay, is it going to pivot? Is somebody going to buy it? Is it going to be shut down? Instagram Reels comes out. Right. That's so, a whole new thing. Yeah. So now you have to just be able to adapt and say, hey, you know what? Hey, you know, you tell the client, maybe Reels might be a good way to reach the audience. Or maybe let's yeah. look at things a different way. Six months ago, it wasn't even in existence. No. So you just have to, you know, keep your eyes open and figure out how do you capitalize on opportunities like that. For I'm people. curious. What do you think um, 
the direction will go with TikTok versus Reels. Do you think it was kind of be like a Snapchat story? I think so. Yeah. I think it's it's heading that way. I yeah. think that um, the way that uh, I mean, Instagram and Facebook really knows what they're doing. They yeah. really have a lot of user data that's uh, not like personal user data, but like user data in terms of what works and what right. people respond to. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's. it's uh, I think they're both going to exist and live. For Somebody's going to snap yeah. it. But yeah, but uh, yeah, it's going to be sort of a Snapchat uh, stories thing, I think. Yeah, I, I hope so, because yeah. I can't handle doing another social media. Well, that's why I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. A lot of people feel that way. I don't want to learn. I don't want to have to open up a whole yeah. app to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's also more tools, because people want to create the content. Yeah. And young people, like, you know, it, it blows my mind, because I've been doing this Instagram thing for like five years now, or maybe, maybe six years now. There are people that are just joining Instagram. They're like young that people are, yes. don't even have any idea. It's brand new. It's so interesting to me it's that you can new. just join it now. But I mean, people choose to join whenever they are ready. Whenever they're ready, every day. It could be yeah. older or younger. It could be people that, that are aging mm. into it versus, yeah. you know, like maybe they didn't get memes when they were 13 or 12. And now they're, you know, in their teens, high school, they're understanding them or college and they're starting right. to get into the memes. So with Brandfire, do you also help brands uh, with their social media presence? We do, yeah. It's it's really about, you know, creating a good content mix, mm -hmm. connecting with the audience. You yeah. know, what I do with the, um, you know, uh, with my clients is you have to turn your brand into a personality. That's what a brand is. It's so true. I think that's a really good point you make. Is yeah. it, people don't buy for the product. Sometimes they literally buy for the brand. I mean, think about how many people just buy an Apple phone just because it's yeah. the new Apple phone, even yeah. though it's so much more expensive than the Google Pixel, which is just as good, in my opinion. But yeah, it has you're a better right. camera. It does. Well, you, it, it does, right? <laughs> yeah, it really does. I think it's a matter of, you know, we're used to um, the commoditization of mm -hmm. a lot of things, yeah. especially nowadays. Like, you know, you, uh, you know, I'll go on to Amazon, and if I'm gonna, if I'm in the market for a glass protector for my phone, I'm not brand loyal. It's like, I look for the glass protector with the best rating. Yeah. And I look and I go, okay, this this looks pretty good. This looks, it's a good price. So I think things are commoditized that way. A lot of things are commoditized that way. You can differentiate when you do have a solid brand. You still yeah. have to have a great product that gets well reviewed and gets talked about. But the brand itself, if you could step out from the commoditization pack, mm -hmm. you could even charge a premium. But you could. You don't have to, but I think it just creates like more of a, a connection between you and the customer yeah. and they understand where you're coming from. And so where do you start when you have a new client and they want to establish themselves with a really solid brand? What's that conversation like? I, mean, I listen. I listen to the to the leader, the thought leader. Okay. Whoever the thought leader or leaders are, they're usually one at the head that really has a vision. Yeah. And you listen to where, why they want to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I always look at something like you have a, you know, the, the classic story is that you have the how you do things yeah. and the why you do things. Yes. The how is just like a mechanism. Right. I'm, I'm doing the, the why is the important thing. So, for example, if you go to an Apple or you ask, you know, or, or Google or whatever, you ask what it's the what you do, why you do it and how you do it kind of. Yeah. Model, right. So they make Google at first it was a search engine. Right. That's all we knew. Yeah. Search engine. Then maps, search engine and maps. Mm -hmm. Now hardware mm -hmm. and a ton of other things. I mean, video. So what they do changed. And even right. how they do it kind of changed. And they Why adapted they based it, on the they, needs of the market. That's back to the innovation Based on side. the market, innovated based on, on price of goods, based on, on you know, new uh, technologies that come out. Right. 
But why they do things can't change. No. Why you do things, what does Google do? What, they, they create uh, ways for people to... Um, live their lives easier, pretty yeah, much. Live, yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Live their lives easier and just connect to more of like a, an underlying, I guess, database of, of all things, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I guess, yeah. you know, uh, I think their, their technical uh, term is do no harm or something like that. I think that's oh, one really? of the things, that uh, one of their mantras, I'm not sure. It's oh. not one of my clients, but, but I try to tap into that for a client. So whether they're selling a nut flour or like, you know, literally an almond flour or like, you know, trail mix or they're doing, you know, uh, surgery like in a hospital system. Why are they doing it? Why are they different? Mm -hmm. What what is it? And and our hospital system that we work with, North Memorial, tends to be the reason that they're different is they're more human. It's like a humanistic approach. It's all about um, connecting. More personal. Very personal. Yeah. And that comes across. Then you then you deliver that across the channels. Then you gotcha. deliver that message. You have the why now. Right. Um, and the next step would be coming up with creative branding concepts to help them reach their prospective consumer. Yes. So what's, what's the next step for you when you're working with a client? Um, do you ask them maybe... What did you have in mind, or do you guys come up with a bunch of creative ideas? Yeah, so you get you'll typically get a creative brief mm-hmm. for a project. So they might want to um, launch a new because uh, it's it's usually not just launching a brand into the marketplace. Gotcha. It's usually changing the brand along the way while they launch products or while okay. they launch something. Right. Yeah, so that it's makes like sense. you kind of like pivot, you know. Yeah. Um, so let's say the new product is, uh, you know, a trail mix or something. Mm-hmm. We're doing, and it's uh, Nature's Eats is one of my one of my clients who I love. And so, okay, mm-hmm. if the trail mix is coming out, the brief is you want to sell X amount of units across these, you know, platforms, and this is where you're going to sell, and this is this is what you want to do. This is how many you want to move? So they decide on the platforms. Th- they decide first. On, well, well, that's uh, the why, and, and then and, you know the platforms, and then you. Yeah, you, you okay. know where they're going to go. You want right. to know where you know. I want to know if this product's going to be in Kroger's, like, or is it going to be just an Amazon uh, product? Because you it need to be, know who the consumer is. I need to know who the consumer is and who the competition is. Ah, uh, okay. Those are the two things. That's how you triangulate. You look yeah. at what's the competition. Yeah. And. What you do is you create, excuse me, when you create a brand, yeah. think about it like you're running, uh, you know, it's almost a political race. Yeah. Because if somebody stands for this and someone stands for this and you're going to come in as the Green Party or whatever right. party, how are you different? Yeah. You don't want to be a copycat. So what are you saying? So true. What are you saying? And you really get that defined by what other people are saying, unless it's a totally new thing. Which mm-hmm. often, more often than not, it's not new. It's just right. a new, a new a take new on a thing. It's a new spin on something that already existed. So, so you look at the big brands. I like to look at the big two or three. Okay. And then you want to position your company and your brand against those two or three. Because the small mm. market brands, you don't really care about. You really want to aim at the big guys. Okay. So you look at the big ones and you look at like, okay, this one is all about tradition and about this and that. This one is about kind of new revolutionary. This one is natural, like really all natural. What can you be about? What is the mm. what is your lane that is both differentiating and true to you? Okay. That's the puzzle. It's like how do you differentiate it? Yeah. But how do you make it but also be, an expression of the of be that your founder? authentic self as the brand? Gotta be. How can yeah. you, how can you fake it? Because only you can be your best self. It's true. It's so true. Though. It was corny, but it's, it's so true. cliche, but it's so true. And that's what you do. You tell you, you find their best self, and you find the version of that self that's going to differentiate among the big and three, be most whoever they are. As be well. marketable. Yeah. 
Wow. So from there, now you have the why, you have, uh, you know their competition, you yep. know... Um, you know maybe what they're trying to, their differentiator, let's you know say, the reason to believe. So now is is that when you start coming up with creative? Yes. Then okay. you create, um, I like to create sort of a mood board that's about that mm. style and what you're trying to do and you just kind of get abstract a little bit. Okay. But you take them along, like, and that's, along the, the journey. This is, now we've entered the creative process fully. It's we've, Yeah. Past research, and this is where things can can get sometimes really challenging. Yeah. And we were talking about creators' fatigue, and I feel like that's sometimes where this kind of comes into play. Yes. Or you just have a brilliant idea that pops into your head suddenly, and it just works so well. It's you know I like to bridge that logic because you, you you sort of detected the shift between the logic yeah. and then the art. Yep. Yeah. And art is like you know muse and <laughs> fancy, and and logic is more like well if this then that if uh -huh. X is Y then you have to be Z. And yep. I like to try to bridge the logic right into that creative process. Mm. It's not as artistic as you think. A lot of it is whether it's a font choice, whether it's a color choice, it's analytical. Because you look at it and you say, well, we can't do a font like this or like that. Okay. It's like process of elimination a lot of times. Gotcha. Uh, or, you know, well, you know, every uh, typeface or every uh, color scheme has a, has a uh, meaning. Something that's cre it's communicating. It, it means yeah, something. Yeah. And if I did something in sort of like a ragtag kind of look, you'd say, okay, that's small market kind of artisan look. If I did something that looks really clean and sleek, you'd think, oh, okay, that's elevated. Yeah. Everything has a meaning to it. So yeah. it's not like art. It's more like communication. Right. So you're creating um, whatever you landed on. Let's say logically you said, well, you know, you do one of those coordinates. Well, we want to be... In the luxury space, but we also want to be a reimagining of the luxury space. So a little bit of so you create okay, th that's what you're doing. So what typefaces would accomplish that? What mm. styles would accomplish that? And you run it against those metrics. And then when you, I like to pick no more than two or three varieties. Okay. I feel like it's irresponsible for a design company or creative. Yeah, company. to give too many options. Then what do you do? If, it's if, true. if I'm that person, I don't know what to do. I, I think of it like there's too many options. It becomes overwhelming. Too much. It's like yeah. a stylist. Like I'm like their stylist. Yeah. Imagine somebody gives you a choice of twelve different outfits. I don't know. Right. Right. But say A or B, maybe yeah. C. Okay, I like that one. Right? Yes. So I, I try to do the hard work to cull it down. Okay. I might look at twelve versions myself, but then I kill it. But I the, with your expert opinion in creating your own brand, you really do know what works best. Well, yeah. yeah. You, know, you like to hope that there's that respect going into the relationship yeah. where they do kind of defer to a lot of your choices. And that's a good thing. That's always a healthy thing. Yeah. At the same time, you also want to be flexible enough, especially if the client has great taste. Mm -hmm. And the client, and, and I love clients with Is great taste. Is it challenging when they don't have great taste? Like, how do you, how do you guide them in the right direction when... You're just thinking, oh, no. <laughs> Only when they really are opinionated. Okay. <laughs> and have... And don't have great taste. That's the only problem. Fortunately, my current clients, all of them have great taste. That's Every good. single one of them. You're uh, all wonderful. <laughs> Keep working with it, us. It, and I really do mean it. I, honestly, I'm, it's, I'm just fortunate. I also yeah. have been able to um, gravitate toward clients that I want and that kind mm -hmm. of want, you know, I'm and in that's a position a, that's now. that's a statement of your work, though, because you yes. clearly have done some really great work. Um, like I said before, the big brands you've worked with, the big talent you've worked with. And just looking at what has been made, if you go to their um, website, brandfire.com, you can see a lot of case studies of what you guys have yeah. done. And it's very impressive. I mean, thank it's you. an easy sell, really. Well, thank you. And, and you know what? It gets easier. So, yeah. you know, it gets easier in that, you know, you start to get, 
I know my profile of my perfect client. They do have good taste. If they admittedly don't, which is okay, because mm -hmm. that's what, if you're hiring us yeah. to create something, that's okay, as long as they're also open-minded enough to take a risk. Yeah. Then that's awesome. Then bad taste, have good taste doesn't matter. Have you ever turned away a client? Um, recently, you know, I don't like to consider it turning away. Because it's just that's not like, a good fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's usually, you could just tell in yeah, the, in yeah, the yeah. beginning stages of the conversations where it's like, <laughs> maybe down the road at some point, maybe but no. I don't know, yeah. Because it's, it's not even just for me, it's preservation for them. I don't want to, I, I could be so annoying. If you, if you, if you don't want to hear like, You're I'm passionate about my yeah, stuff, yeah. right? So like, I'll call the client and go, oh my God, I had this great idea, let's do this. If you're not into it, I, I could be a little much. Yeah. I could be a little much. And that's okay, it's not their fault. Right. You know, it's just not the right fit. It's not the right fit. But I think some people like the passion and uh, the right client likes the passion. Mm-hmm and my attention to detail and all that stuff. But for me, the best client, like I said, if you're open-minded, willing to take a risk, yeah. and willing to go, you just gotta do it. You can't like, um, you know, analysis paralysis. Yes. You can't <laughs> overthink the thing for a year or well, six months. Well, I think that goes back go. to how you started Adam the Creator, where you were getting, uh, you, yes. were, you weren't actually completing things. And yes. so you just said, I'm gonna hold myself accountable, and I'm just going to, post these every day and it goes back to your original beliefs. So yeah. it's, it's very much, they're different things, but they're so tied together. I love that you connected it because I, I that's exactly right. And it's what I keep on trying to, I, I call it the finishing muscle. And anybody yeah. who's worked with me knows what I'm talking about is that I consider the first 95% mm -hmm. of, of a project equal in difficulty to the last 5%. It's yeah. equal. Interesting. It's equal. It's very easy to get something 95% done, but not launch it. Yeah. It's actually, no, I shouldn't say very easy, but it's it takes this much work to do that, and it takes this much work to actually close it off and say, we're done, let's ship the thing. Yeah. So my, I think there's yeah. a lot of fear in that oh, for yeah. people. You know, they don't want it to go, the, the launch to go poorly. It's, yes. You know, accepting the vulnerability that you're putting yourself in. It's fear, it's vulnerability. It's it's knowing that you're falling short of the perfection in your mind. Yeah. Because you're, the perfection in your mind's a fantasy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Do you ever have moments like that? I mean, you've accomplished so much, but I think even the most accomplished people have moments where they doubt themselves and they have- All the time, it's full of doubt. It's, yeah. it's on, on either side, it's just doubt. So how do you handle that? You go, you make the commitment to, <laughs> yeah. I have to go. Yeah, It's, it's like, it. I have to, that, well that was the, the practice that I continue to practice in mm -hmm. Adam the Creator is, I have to post before I go post to sleep tonight. Every single every day Every single still? day. Wow. I have to post before I fall asleep tonight. But this isn't perfect, but all the, all the words, you know, all the voices. It's not, it's not perfect. It's not, I could be better. This isn't the greatest idea. Adam, you got to post it. <laughs> you got to post it. it. Post it. And then, and then I do it. And then you know what? Oh, oh people like and it. And have you ever had those moments where you think something's going to do so poorly and it does amazing? All the time. So that's why I think it's good to just and reverse. go. And yeah, reverse. Oh, same. The worst is when you think it's going to do well oh, and then it doesn't. Be a killer, and then it? you're just depressed. <laughs> it's the worst. I try, I'm trying to, to uh, I think I read in a quote from... Uh, what was the guy, Alex Winter from Bill and Ted? The other one, not Keanu, the other guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He said something like really profound the other day. I read in some interview with him. And uh, he said, like, uh, to get attached to the practice, not the result. Oh, that's Which smart. is nice. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah. And it's nice because it really is. You have to let it go. You have to just be like, you know what? 
Sometimes my, things don't work out and that's okay. It's okay. And yeah. it's harder to say that with a client because the client could lose money. Yes. And it's, definitely. you know, we're, us, we're losing maybe followers well, or, or likes. With the client, but. it's different. You know, with Adam, the creator, it's an everyday post and you don't really have much to lose. So right. you put more energy into that or less energy than you would put into working with a brand. Right. Well, not necessarily less energy. Different. But different. It's different. Types different of stakes. They're yeah. different stakes. Yeah. And but you know, at the same time, I do take it seriously. I don't want to bomb. No. It's still it's still like my own vanity or my own personal yeah. like you know I don't want to. <laughs> no one wants to bomb. I don't want to feel like crap about myself. So I know. like I put I still put you know that at a high uh, high level. And when I deal with a client work, uh, a client's work, I like to take some of that cavalier attitude into it. I, mm -hmm. I want them to feel it. I feel like the best brands today are ones mm -hmm. that can shoot a bit from the hip, Yeah, can be a little more loose and a little well, bit more like, reactive. Remember that Oreo campaign when the Super Bowl yes, lights went yes, out? Yes, I do. Dunk in the dark. Yep. Exactly. That's so memorable. And you don't, obviously they didn't have that planned. Uh, what? Yes, improv. It's exactly. Cl classic improv. So you have to important. be ready for it. And, and a lot of these, l listen, Improv in the healthcare world mm -hmm. is is more like taking something from a nine month lead time to a two week lead time. That's Ooh. their version of right. you know of imp but that's their version of it, and yeah. that's wonderful. Like the fact that we could come up with some great you know react you know this great uh, we just did a great radio spot about working from home, oh. and the woman who's doing the radio read. We have her being uh, interrupted by her kid in the background, yes, the okay, dog, perfect. and she's doing the read. She's like, hold on, and she's doing the thing. So they're kind of breaking the fourth wall on the yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and we just came up with that because of what's happening now, and we're yeah. able to roll into that and do that. And to have a healthcare client that's willing to be creative, so cool. Like, it's to be able so to have cool, fun. Traditionally, healthcare has been kind of uh, very safe. Yeah, which is, I mean, for good reason. I get we're that. dealing with totally life and death, that. we're dealing with sickness. At but the same it's so time, easy to stand out if you're willing to just. And you know what? You're human. You're going to mm -hmm. be checking into the hotel. You still want to like. Right. You still want to be treated like a. And that's where that's where it comes back. What I said earlier about the, when we discussed the where it comes from, why. Yeah. So they're about being human. So how do you how do you get human? How, what's human? Yeah. Humor, humor. You know, maybe not being so robotic. Maybe being a little bit more like a person real. talking be to like you. Be like a real person. Real person. Yeah. And that's how you know. And then. That's a good example of how you could bring the why into the creative and mm. to actually let the consumer so think understand how that it. brand can feel human yes. and incorporate the why. What is human? You know, how do you, and it's like you go back to really simple questions. Well, what is what makes you feel like somebody's connecting with you? Yeah. And you do stuff like that. I'm going to reevaluate my brand now. <laughs> Be like, hmm. well, yeah, you look into and like a quick like if you're yeah, doing yeah, a consultation, right? the quick thing is like you know, you triangulate, and I love triangulating because it kind of puts you. You don't have all the options that you think, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, no, you. you, you have, it's you, pretty. It's like this is who you are. Yeah, this is who you are. A, you're starting from a certain place. You're not going to change too much right. from that. You don't want to. No. Who are you? Who are you? I shouldn't say against because it's not against because everybody can grow. Who but, are you not? Who are you not? And who are the people in your league or the league? I like to say that you aspire to be in. Yeah. Even if you're not in right now, the yeah. league you perceive yourself to be in. Uh -huh. Who are the major players in that league? Uh -huh. And who are you, and why are you different at a glance right. to, to the outside world? At a glance, why are you different? Right. And then you just pump that up. Hmm. And then, you, you know, that's how you communicate it. It's very, like, 
you know, it's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. It's simple when you say it like that. And it, that's one of the great things about people that are wonderful communicators. And I think you are a wonderful communicator. Thank you. you. Can Likewise. Take, uh, thank you. You can take very complex concepts and make them very simple to understand. They are. It's simple to, yeah. it's simple to understand. And then when you actually lay it out, and I like mm-hmm. to make things plain. So you'll lay it out. You'll, I'll actually make a mock-up. or I'll create mm. like two or three. And usually I love one. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, you know, you love that one. Yeah, yeah. You try not to play favorites, but... But you do always have a favorite. Yeah. And, and then this, at the same time, I have learned the hard way. You never put anything in the race that you don't want to be selected. Because just to round it out, let's say I have two and I want to just put a third just to make it like an ABC. Yeah. They'll always pick the, the weakest one somehow. And just like, like... Damn it. And, and so I don't do it anymore. That's smart. Well, you certainly are a very creative person. You've done a lot. You've accomplished a lot. And I wonder, like, looking back at yourself when you first started doing this, is there anything that you would want to tell yourself? Uh, Maybe some advice or something that would be good to avoid if something (laughs) happened that was a giant waste of time? You know, know, it's it's so funny you say that because hearing you say that, and thank you, it's so kind to say (laughs) that, you know, I, I, I tend to not feel successful. I think the most successful people feel that way because we're always looking at the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. You know? And it really and you is true. I'm never I, like, ah. Like, yeah. like, I just had like a, a, a deja vu moment or something. You know, I have, the, I have like, a, you know, a host talking to me about my success. It's like, this is success, right? Yeah. But, I, I mean, Congrats. This is it. So you won right, the game. I did. I won it, right? Like, oh my gosh. And, you know, the, I guess what I would tell my younger self is you're never going to feel successful unless you feel <laughs> successful. You're never, there's yeah. never going to be a moment where you're like, I did it. I, this is I'm it. I've done. done it. Congrats to myself. Never. That never happens. So get used to not wanting that. The idea is like, just create. Don't look for, create and finish mm-hmm. and put it out. Finish. You got to finish it. Somebody, I, I forget who, I think it was Sam Raimi, a great director, mm-hmm. who, uh, who I, I just love his work, so fun, uh, at a Comic-Con. I think he said to these people, somebody asked, how do you, how do you become a filmmaker? He said, make a film, literally. <laughs> and, and then he just said, and, and he so wasn't even simple. being, he wasn't even being like a, a, a jerk about it. He, he says, no, literally, he says, get a couple of actor friends, uh-huh. set up a few cameras, set shots, he says, and film it, make and then edit film. it. Get resp- he says, show it to an audience, whether it's a few people, and then get response and make another film. Yeah. And it's like, to be a filmmaker, you just make a film. And it's, it's that, yeah. that, like, I'm living proof. People overcomplicate things. Of course, because it's scary to finish. I, I am living proof, uh, especially with the social media thing. And again, yeah. approaching the million, you know, uh, yeah. uh, hopefully at some point. And it's like, there at no point was there any idea of growth or any idea of like reaching a thing? It was just finishing. Yeah. It's just finish the damn thing every day. I, I continue to do it, but just finish the damn a, thing. Consistency can do so, so much to that's, any brand, project, whatever you're working on. That's what it is. You always have to launch it. There always has to be a point where you're like, you know what, I'm not sure. There is always going to be a leap to take. Mm-hmm. You, you, the instinct is you want to minimize the leap. So you want to work so hard and, and get so much in the can, get so much work done that it's yeah. just, you could step off and you, and you do it. Yeah. But there's always a leap. Even yeah. if you work hard, especially if you work hard and you're proud of the thing, now you gotta put it out and show it to the world. You gotta write the caption, you gotta put your watermark, you gotta post it. Or, or in your person's case to talk to you, you gotta put it in yeah, a premiere or logic, whatever it is, put it in, edit it, mm-hmm. and output it, and, and post it. 
write the caption and post it. That's the part yeah. that like that turns you into a content creator. That's the part that turns you that turns a brand into a brand. Yep. Is when they could actually launch. Just finishing it. Yeah. Well, that's such good advice, and um, you're just filled with it. I feel like this is one of the most inspiring interviews because of all of the <laughs> advice. I mean, I'm certainly going to take a look at the projects I haven't completed anytime, and finish anytime. them. So thank you for that. Yes. It's been so wonderful speaking with you, Adam. Well, thank um, you. An absolute pleasure, seriously. And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. And if you want to learn more about Brandfire, visit brandfire.com and follow them on Instagram at brandfire. Or if you would like to laugh, follow Adam on his meme account, Adam the Creator. Trust me, it is hilarious. I follow it. It's just a good laugh every day. This is all for this episode of School of Hustle. You can keep up with all of our episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can stream and download podcasts. And if you like what you heard, please leave a review, share it with your friends, and subscribe to our show. We will see you next time. Bye.